This is the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, December 5th. Corey, we're back into the thick of the winter sports season. We already kind of talked about that yesterday, but now we're into our broadcast season. I know we started it on Saturday at the Denny Cotts tournament, but now we're kind of into it with everything. We got uh, a little bit of everything on the broadcast schedule this week. Yeah, that's right. I'll have my first winter sports broadcast of the season this evening as the Staples Motley Cardinals girls basketball team hosts Long Prairie Gray Eagle. Uh, very quickly, the Cardinals on the year are one and one opened the season with a victory over Browerville Eagle Valley and then lost to Wadena Deer Creek. So this game three of this early season and the girls basketball schedule. Long Prairie Gray Eagle, the Thunder, also one and one on the year. They opened up with a 48-47 victory at Pillager and then lost to Nevis 70 to 33. So game three for the Thunder as well. The Staples Motley Cardinals will be featured once a week over on uh, 98.5 FM and AM 1430. The Fan, I will have the play-by-play of that this evening. Looking forward to it. It's it's going to be, well, it is fun to get back into uh, winter sports. I love basketball. Um, um, I, if you When I was growing up, if you were to ask me what my favorite sport was, um, during the fall season, I would tell you it's either basketball or baseball. Mm-hmm. During the winter season, I would tell you it was basketball. And during the spring season, I would tell you it was baseball. I I could never differentiate between basketball and baseball. I love I just love it so much. And the fact that I just get to, like, they just let me into these games is the best. Yeah, somebody's paying you to go to those things. It's awesome. I'd be going anyway. <laughs> Might as well make a little bit of money, you know? Exactly. If you like doing something, never do it for free is the uh, is the old adage on that. <laughs> uh, so uh, there's another game on the airwaves tonight right here on KWAD 101.7 AM 920. We got some boys hockey, Prairie Center at Wadena Deer Creek. Corey, the Wolverines, they started off the season with a couple, a couple tough opponents mm-hmm. going up along the North Shore. They played Proctor. They lost 9-0. They played North Shore in two harbors and lost 6-0. But since then, the Wolverines have started to, to get a couple wins under their belt under new head coach Robbie Grendel. They got a 5-2 win last week over Morris Benson area. And then on Saturday, they got a 2-0 win at Redwood Valley to even back uh, up at 2-2 two two on the season. They're going to play Prairie Center today, who is 2-1 on the year. They lost to Northern Lakes 8-1. Then they beat Wyndham Area 3-1 and handled Fairmont 12-2. So should be a pretty good game tonight. Dan Terhar, Jamie Pettit on the call for that. We are, uh, we're back into things. It's, uh, it's pretty fun to see. Let's go. And uh, by the way, if you are a hockey fan, this is um, this is a hockey broadcast to, to uh, turn into with Dan and Jamie. They are they're great. They're it's a, it's an incredible broadcast, and we're super lucky that these two guys decided to like each other and want to do games together. <laughs> yeah, Dan's great on the play by play, knows hockey through and through. Jamie Pettit, of course, a great job of knowing local hockey and doing a really good job. Who name name anyone who knows it better than Jamie? Exactly. So those two are just a great combination. Our hockey broadcasts over the last couple of years. I mean, they've always been good, but just take they've taken themselves to another level these last couple of years. As good it's, as it gets. It's been great. So yeah, tune into that broadcast. Even if you don't, even if you're not a steward of the game of hockey, it's a good way to get into it because those two guys bleed uh, hockey. They just, the, the hockey knowledge oozes from them. Just don't go listen to them and then judge me and CJ, okay? Yeah, no. 
Yeah, or maybe, maybe, or know. maybe <laughs> we can't stop you. <laughs> uh, so yeah, that's our our local thing for today. Of course, we have some stuff coming up later in the week as we get fully into this thing. I mean, we've talked about it before, but it just bears repeating again. You know, like you mentioned, a game of the week for KNSP for Staples Motley, and then right here on KWAD, we'll have a couple Wolverine games on the air every single week, trying to do a game of the week over on the Superstation. I mean, it's it's a whole lot of high school sports. So uh, for those of you wondering, hey, are we going to have some games on the air? The answer is a resounding yes. Yep. As of this Saturday, it's happening. It's happening. And we're not going to take a break until March. So there you go. Why stop once you started, you know? Exactly. Yeah. What are we supposed to do? Sit at home? Yeah. Yeah. Does an avalanche stop just because there's a tree in its way? Does it? Sure doesn't. Not the tree's big enough. Be a, that would be a huge tree, CJ. Depends on how big the avalanche is, I guess. It would be a it would be a very small avalanche, CJ. <laughs> uh, hey, the Twins announced their new play-by-play crew. It was kind of like a Friday news dump a little bit because it happened to like eleven o'clock on a Friday or like ten o'clock nine some sometime because we didn't get to talk about it on Friday's morning sports desk and we had some stuff to catch up on yesterday. Didn't get a chance to necessarily dive into that topic, but. Now today, let's let's do it, Corey. The Twins announced that Corey Provis is moving from the radio booth. He's sliding one over. He's going to be the Twins' new play-by-play uh, guy on TV, replacing the legendary Dick Bramer after 38 years of being a broadcaster of Twins baseball on television. So for those of you who love listening to Twins games on KWAD on the radio... Well, Chris Atterbury is going to step in. He's been their fill-in guy. You've heard him before. Now he's just going to get the reins full-time. And there's, I didn't quite know the right way. Obviously, I'm happy for both of them. They deserve it. But I don't know quite the way to word it other than somebody in the comment section of a, of a social media post that said, sometimes you just got to make your layups, and the Twins made their layup. And moving those guys over into those respective roles is a, I mean just a slam dunk for them it's a, it's an easy layup for them to make and twins broadcasts are going to still be really really good Corey provis is awesome uh he notched into that radio gig um uh very well he's been I'll, doing twins games for 12 years already yeah and, and if you know it was he stepped into some into a into a pretty big hole i guess would be the uh would be the case so this will not be new for him replacing somebody who uh, Twins fans regard as uh, one of their own for mm-hmm. such a long, long time. I mean, uh, you know, I'm 38. Dick Bramer's been doing Twins games literally my in- my entire life, mm-hmm. let alone yours. Yeah. And um, so, uh, but if you've watched um, Big Ten uh, stuff, if you've watched basketball, football, if, if you've watched college football. Um, Corey Provis is great on TV also. Mm-hmm. Turns out he's just like a pro's pro. He's going to notch in really nicely. And then Chris Atterbury is like old school radio guy where he just he's got stories to tell with every pitch and he's got metaphors and and comparisons. He's got a great uh let's just say he captures the English language. His his um his reference book is deeper and wider than anyone else's outside of like improv comedy (laughs) he's really great so i think it's a it's a really like you said they made their layup here there are some very logical choices to to notch into each spot and lo and behold it was it was pretty straightforward they did it 
Well, and, you know, we kind of talked about this when the news of Bramer stepping down uh, is who the heck are they going to bring in? And I think we both agreed, like, well, Corey Provis is going to be in that consideration. And it was... If he wants it, it's probably his. Exactly. And look, the Twins don't just replace Dick Bramer and go, all right, who are we bringing in? Like, right. they have an idea. Let's be honest, Corey Provis was probably at the top of the list. And, you know, maybe that first kind of inclination... I mean, it probably always was going to be that way. But the first inclination was probably when Bramer got COVID and the Twins' home opener and Provis filled in for a week or so until he got healthy again. Oh, sure, that's right. And he did a great job. And everybody's just kind of, I wonder if there was people in the Twins organization that went, you know, we're switching to, we're getting rid of Bally after this year. You know, we're going to do some new stuff with TV. Maybe it's a good time to, maybe it's a good time to just pull the plug and, and start new and let somebody else do it for the next four decades. Well, and there was a fun story that came out too. Um, I, it was it was from Provis not firsthand, but like secondhand about mm-hmm. um, one of the reasons why he accepted the job is that he was promised there would be no television blackouts for Twins baseball anymore. Right. Now, I don't know what that means. Is I mean, right. if you still have Bally, you're hosed. Right. Um, because let's say it all together, burn it to the ground. But um, that's huge. That's the Twins baseball is going to be on TV right. all the time, which Major League Baseball has gotten incorrect a lot. Exactly. And it's a lot of it was because of those regional sports networks. It happens the same in hockey and basketball. But yeah, where the Twins are going to be, are they going to be on the fallback no matter what? Is there going to be you'll have to buy an MLB.tv subscription? And they'll be available that way. You know, do they have like a game of the week where every weekend game is on like My29 or on Channel 45 or some channel? Which they've always done. Right. They've always done. There's there's two games a month, every single month that are on well, the My29 or whatever. They used to do it that way. Right. But yeah, yeah right. It was right. like a staple of their broadcast though. Yep. Like that the weekend games are going to be made locally so that way anybody could watch it. I think that was back before like you could just get like the local channels without having to buy any kind of cable. And I think post that era, I think their Bally kind of had the power play of like, well, all their games are just going to be here now. But having a game locally, even if it's on, I mean, they air St. Paul Saints games on my 29 now, like a game of the week kind of deal. So why can't they do twins games and why can't they do it that way? So that's, you know, even if it's a game of the week, because the twins estimate that they've only been getting a third of their audience the last three years because of Bally. Yeah, they suck. They stink. And even if Twins fans can just watch one game a week, that builds excitement. Like the tw- you know, like the Twins felt like maybe their regular season attendance should have been better this year, and they're probably going to say, "Well, if Twins fans can't watch the games, how are they supposed to get excited about the product?" Yep. Even watching them once a week because not ever I watch almost every Twins game, and not everybody's going to be like me. Some people are going to want to watch just, "Oh, hey, it's a game on a Saturday." Yeah, sure, I'll tune in for this game. I'll just or it's a Sunday afternoon. Just got done eating lunch. Just gonna sit down in the chair for a couple hours. It's and, baseball, man. You just put it on. Right, exactly. And for for that to have some kind of local aspect on the weekends, just where if people can only catch one or two games a week, it's not the worst thing in the world either. And then if people want to buy the subscription and watch all the games, they can do it on MLB.tv or something like that. Or or, and this option still isn't completely out the window yet, the Twins go back to Bally for one more year. The, the And I, I would like to just clarify one point that you made. If you, if you only, you said if, you, if Twins fans only want to watch a game or, sometimes 
I'm at a spot in my life where I only can maybe right. watch a game a week. Exactly. So it's one of the one of the cool things about the Vikings, for example, is yeah, I know they're only on once a week, but because of it, it's like it's appointment viewing. That's the thing I get to kind of. I know I'm going to get to watch every single week. I'm going. Everything you build else your schedule ha- around it. Everything else that happens during the week, if I catch it, cool. If I don't, meh. Life goes on. If I know that the Twins are going to be on on a Sunday, and a Sunday's a great day to have something available, mm-hmm. <laughs> um, I'm going to watch it. That's going to become appointment viewing for me, and it might only be the one game a week, and it might mean because it's Sunday, everyone I want to see play is sitting. <laughs> but at least they're going to be on and i don't think i don't think young fans can get into the game without being able to see it on television i know one of the reasons why i like baseball as much as i do is because i got to sit down with my dad and watch kirby puckett mm-hmm. i've got three little boys who i would like to i w- i hope will like baseball one day and they can't like it if they don't watch and it. And they can't like it. I can't, I mean, I yes, I can bring them to things, but I cannot be gone every single night cherry-picking baseball games. Mm-hmm. Hey, let's go to another game. That's just not how it works. It's, it's uh, illogical. And then I will also say this superficially from a Corey Provis's perspective and as someone who uh, in, a, in a weird world kind of does the same job as him. Yeah. If you... If you're going to be a television announcer, you want to be on TV. Right. I know that sounds superficial, a little phony, and like, look at... But, like, he's the TV broadcaster. Put the games on TV. I want to be on TV. These games... That, right. That's what I'm here to do. You're not like, I want to be on TV, but like only like so a third of the fan base can actually see my broadcast. That doesn't make because sense. Because more people would listen... More people have listened to the radio broadcast over the last few years than they've listened to the TV broadcast. That, it's just not how it, it – we've seen television announcers not want to be on TV anymore. Mm-hmm. <coughs> Al Michaels, Thursday night. <laughs> <laughs> to be uh, fair, that Amazon check is pretty big. It's huge, but you know what? He doesn't – it seems like he's not that interested in it anymore. It's not that fun right. to listen to. Corey Provis wants to be on TV. Um, it's important that he's then on TV. Right. I understand that stipulation a lot. And one last thing uh, I want to go back to Atterbury for a second as we kind of wrap up this discussion is Atterbury is one of those guys who like the pay your dues kind of guy. He's mm-hmm. been working for this a long time. Atterbury got his start broadcasting St. Paul Saints games in the early 2000s, has become the Twins kind of backup guy forever, studio host. He uh, got, I don't know if passed over is the right word, but they, Provis came in, you know, and I'm sure Atterbury probably in a world has probably wanted that job. Stuck it out, could have left, could have went to other places, stayed, built it up, built up that credibility, and now all of a sudden is getting handed the reins to do the full time gig. So it's gonna be, it's gonna be fun. So there's your there's your kind of feel good like pay your dues kind of story. Like keep working at it if you really want to get it. Because Chris Atterbury now he's one of thirty jobs in the world to be a major league baseball play by play announcer on the radio, and he got it. So, yep. I mean, it's awesome for him. And that means there's a, a, another, the way they did it, there's a gig open, right? right? That secondary. Go your, fire your, up your resume, Corey. Your pregame host, your postgame host, your on-call, if you can't make it guy. Uh, that will be the one thing I miss about Chris Atterbury is he is so good at that. Mm-hmm. His, his pregame stuff is. Um, That's where the baseball knowledge really can. Ooze out. Yeah, he's resoundingly good at that. So, um, but 
Uh, you know, he like you said, Atterbury was a was a Saints guy. You know, if that's a natural progression too for whoever's the current Saints guy to kind of he gets his own call. Well, especially because now there's the Saints are AAA. He did it when they were independent ball. Right, exactly. There's a job that's out there which is uh, which is pretty exciting too. As, as at least if uh, you're a, a baseball fan and uh, a, a baseball play by play kind of guy. It's great. Twins broadcasts are still going to sound great no matter how or where you listen to them. For sure. Which is what I... It's the best way. Getting rid of Bramer, a very popular guy, going to another guy who I believe is popular among Twins fans and Provis is the easiest way to soften that blow. And Provis is like a pro's pro. He's so good. Exactly. So we're in good hands. We're in good hands. This has been the Morning Sports Desk for Tuesday, December 5th.